gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, here's Nino. Hello? <laughs> I can hear that shit. I can hear that in the beginning. I'm always like, you can hear me moving around in the beginning. It's terrible. Hello? <laughs> Julia? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Here, let me just, so we're going to get, it's funny, I had um, my buddy Drew on one time and uh, the sound was just way off and stuff and um, <laughs> for like a good 15 minutes of the show is just me trying to get the audio prop, like, to sound good. <laughs> just like, and buddy Drew's just like, uh, <laughs> like, this is some great listening right here. <laughs> I can't bad. even hear it. Does it sound okay? Mm-hmm. Not talking like ten decibels higher than a normal human. Um, well, I can, I'm gonna, I can post, edit all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it looks good right now. So Julia McDonald. That's right. Is on the show, Nino's World podcast. My, your host, me. Um, I haven't done this for a long time. Um, when was the last time I did one? I think I did one with Drew. I was just talking about. Actually, we tried to do one. Um, we walked up and down Lonsdale because <laughs> I was trying to. Well, I was trying to test out all my wireless, my new wireless stuff. Yeah. And um, like it sucked. <laughs> like, well, this hear, one's gonna be way better then. <laughs> well, you could hear all the like uh, all the cars and shit in the back. Yeah. And then anytime we were yelling, like it would just like clip and sound bad. But. <laughs> Um, no, it sounds so much better doing them in here, mm-hmm. but, um, I found, I got new equipment for, to do like wireless and stuff. So I'm pretty stoked to try it out. So now I can do them like walking around and shit. Oh my God. Like it should be fun. <laughs> Your listeners better prepare to have their minds blown. Well, I want to, <laughs> well, I kind of want to do video and then if I do video, I want to kind of say whoever I ha- like whoever my guest is, I'm going to be like, um, uh, you pick a spot like anywhere. Yeah. And we'll go film it and like we'll just do the podcast there. <laughs> like my favorite would be to do like something like um like a YVR where the planes and stuff. Oh my god. Fly and we if like if we were just right under that, that'd yeah. be so cool. But I don't know. I mean at, every now and then every time a plane comes by, you can't hear us for shit because <laughs> it's just going to be so loud. So, um Unless you get the listeners playing airplane bingo. Yeah, yeah. Cuz then you just <laughs> you have a card with all the different airlines on it. And then as they land, you check them off, and the first one to win wins. Shit, that'll be actually so that's a fun. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do again? Hmm? <laughs> what do you do for a living again? Oh, what do I do? I work at um, a wellness clinic. Okay. Yeah, I kind of uh, supervise the goings on at the front desk. Do you work? So, do you still work with Meg? I can't remember. Nope, not anymore. That was quite a few years ago. Yeah. Really? Um, I left. It's kind of a similar job to when I worked with Meg. Yeah. Um, so the clinic has massage and Cairo and right. physio, all of that stuff. Um, and then mm. I took that hiatus to be a flight attendant for a few years. Flight so, attendant. Yeah. Sweet. That was so fun. Are you still doing so, that or no, or not anymore? Yeah. I did it for three years and it was definitely, man, the best time of my life for sure. <laughs> <laughs> where did, where was like, uh, did you work for a certain airline? Or? Yeah. I worked for, um, Sunwing Airlines, we did all the Caribbean charters. Oh, okay. Yeah, and vacations to Mexico and Cuba. Cool. Oh, my God. So great. So, so. Oh, fuck. It's funny, actually. I saw something online the other day about uh, proper um, being on an airplane etiquette. <laughs> and it's like half of it is like for the for the flight attendants and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. How to treat them Well, like what not to do so they don't get pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sometimes, they're tired. They get pissed off at everything. Well, that's what we figured. Like we had one coming back from Florida like a few months ago and she was just really pissy. And yeah. She was just getting mad at everybody. And you fly Air Canada and, and they're like, bitchy what? all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, Even here to Prince George. <laughs> God. Like I, I get it. Like that would suck. Like I don't, I don't know. But like, yeah. But you know what the problem is? Like, and it's funny because I've worked in customer service jobs my whole life. And so I'm a bit of a bitch when it comes to customer service. Like I want good customer service, <laughs> yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. I give good customer service. Right. And I've never understood, especially in the airline industry, why people think that because they fly, they don't have to give the same level as if you were going to a clothing store or yeah, something. You know, yeah. It's the same thing. Like It is garbage Like when you have to do that at your own job and then other people aren't doing it. And you're just mm-hmm. like, fuck off. Like, I don't know. It's Sunwing was always really good. Like our company was very very strict on what they expected yeah and like you know even with the long hours and stuff like that but i fly other airlines not WestJet. i love WestJet, but yeah i fly other airlines and i'm like what the what the fuck is this wow. like, <laughs> like how rude they are you know <laughs> like, well one lady had um she had like her a smaller dog yeah i don't know what the rules are or whatever but um she had it in like one of those bag things that you can put your smaller dogs in oh yeah, yeah. and she had it on the seat like, so I don't think anyone had that seat. She didn't pay for it. No. But she, she left it on there for, for takeoff. And yeah. the flight attendant was just getting so pissy at her. She's like, you're going to have to put that dog underneath the seat. <laughs> and she's just like, well, like, there isn't really any room. Yeah. And I don't know. She ended up doing it. And but the lady ended up kind of apologizing to her later for being a bitch. Because I guess, like, other people were complaining about her service. Right. Like, and... Like, yeah. I guess because she was kind of got into kind of an argument with her too about it. Yeah. Um, she's all like, "Do you have like paperwork saying that's like a what kind of that's like a like a service animal, a service or? dog?" Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So and she's like, "No, I don't." And then it was just a reg- just her regular dog. Right? Yeah. So I think the thing is that you have to like with airlines nowadays is that you have to figure out the happy medium between whether or not they're just making you do a certain thing because of safety or because they don't want your fucking dog on the seat, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like if it was me, if it was on my flight, I would think that's not super safe for the dog, right? Because if the plane has a rejected takeoff where it slams on the brakes when it's going 200 miles an hour, right? The dog's going to fly into the seat (laughs) in front of it, right? There's no way to tie it in. That's why you have to have your seatbelt on, right? Right, right. It's the same kind of thing like with babies. When people fly with babies, they want to always have them in those snugglies that are yeah. attached to the mom's body. And I'm like, I totally get it. You know, right. it's completely comfortable. You know, the baby's asleep. No problem. But if the plane crashes, the baby's attached to your dead body. Right. Like, we want to be able to get the baby, get the baby off, yeah. right? Like, yeah. there's a reason for Our flight that, from but. Florida, this guy had a baby who, they, he walked in with the baby asleep and didn't wake up once the entire flight from Florida. Well, that's amazing. It was amazing. We were just like, <laughs> yes. Like the, like the one time like I actually sat next to a child on a plane, didn't cry or even wake up once. And we're just like, Still doesn't Shit, make me want to so have lucky. them, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice story. <laughs> so when you, were, when you were a flight attendant, where did you used to fly from and to and all that? Uh, we flew from all over Canada um, and it was always vacations. So people, whenever you buy like an all-inclusive vacation, yeah, yeah, and you go down to Mexico or Cuba. But my company flew out of, I don't know, something like 30 Canadian cities. So I was mm-hmm. all over the map. Spent nice. a lot of time in the prairies. Does fun? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the word. <laughs> um, so, like, what were your 
your what do you call it <laughs> like when you hang out in the whatever city like do you oh how like long layovers is it? yeah is it do you yeah we just drank layover oh okay yeah <laughs> so i guess he oh, actually that's i never even thought about that like because my my cousin's a pilot yeah oh and yeah. he can't he can't drink right like he can't well, like by choice or no he's not supposed to if he's like whatever how long you're before oh, yeah, your flight like 12 like, hours can't. before right. your flight i think is the rule and usually like his stuff is less than that so like he's he touches down he's here for like four or five hours or whatever oh, okay so that's a little different yeah because so with can. us because we operate such long flights like down to the destination and then usually we go back to canada right you're on the you're on the plane for like 12 13 hours yeah so you have to by law have at least like 12 to 15 hours to rest kind of thing right right so there's always a few hours to <laughs> <laughs> tie one on i was gonna say as a flight attendant can you just be smashed the entire time <laughs> yeah you you don't want to <laughs> I'm sure there's some that are, but you you definitely, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing worse than going to work hungover. You think going yeah, to work hungover yeah. is bad? Try working on a plane. Shit. <laughs> well, just even like if you come home from Vegas <laughs> hungover, it's just well, the yeah, worst. you know what it's like. So imagine trying to like work, serve food, and yeah, have to deal with assholes, oh. or have to deal with people who are hungover. <laughs> deal with your other flight attendants. <laughs> I can't remember what that thing said. Now the etiquette said something like don't get drunk one of them was Mm. don't get drunk on an airplane yeah but i think that's kind of yeah well that's kind of i mean you just want to know what your limits are right like you don't want to because the thing is on a plane is that like they say one drink is like three so really yeah something like that that. because of the altitude what if you're already drunk when you get on the plane (laughs) (laughs) then just don't drink too much more (laughs) do you feel more (laughs) drunk when you get up there i think i don't know i think maybe sense yeah (laughs) yeah exactly like i think it's just know what your limits are like flight attendants at yeah. least at my company we love it like we love you know when people are getting wasted. hanging out with passengers and it's fun and people are laughing and stuff but you don't want to like yeah. become an asshole right there's a really fine line between people certain fights a security and shit, yeah like exactly that. like because yeah. we're not bouncers right so yeah, we can't yeah. just go in and stop but so does every flight have like a like a marshal or a security person no not every flight really yeah it's very random yeah yeah huh. it's mostly um flights going in and out of the u.s mm. so that makes sense yeah <laughs> but there is almost always passengers that will intervene yeah like cops or yeah, yeah. off duty and we can't ask anybody to intervene but they almost always do right yeah the two incidents i had where i needed assistance other passengers came to my aid and i nice. didn't even have to ask so have you ever had to cool. ask for like a doctor or something like that oh yeah yeah several times it's always weird it's so weird like that you always whenever you hear a story about an airplane and somebody needs medical attention there's always a doctor there's always been at least a a doctor or a nurse or paramedic there's always at least one that's pretty crazy yeah i wonder if they try to set it up that way somehow (laughs) (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i'm always so thankful for those people that travel like that know how to help people because like the thing is like we have all the medical supplies on board right yeah and we have access like there's a phone that you can use from the cockpit where you can call like a doctor's line that'll right. talk you through talk whatever you have to do. But nice. like if you have to put an IV in somebody and <laughs> someone's trying to talk you through it, like Some this is not, you don't want to mess around with this. Right. Yeah. So I've been lucky enough that all my flights, I always had doctors or nurses on board. So, right. Yeah. So do you have to have first aid at all? Oh yeah. 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 You have to have first aid for sure. Hmm. So, and then what's like the training like? The training's pretty intense, you know. It's um, every airline is different. Yeah. Um, my company was six weeks intense training, 
like it was nine to five every day. Yeah. Um, you go through and it's funny because everyone's like, oh, all you have to do is for how long know, was the six weeks? Six weeks. Yeah. And it was literally four days was learning the service portion of the job so mm -hmm. like making coffee and tea and making yeah. chicken or beef and <laughs> all of that <laughs> stuff the rest was like you know potential emergency scenarios you know passenger management different types of um human behavior in an emergency right right because when you have an emergency and then you have the emergency to deal with and then you have all the other people yeah. on board and how they're going to react in an emergency right so right, you've got right. basically like quadruple the emergency on your hands so shit yeah i guess you have to kind of be like a almost a well some similar training to like a paramedic or you're or kind like a of, cop it's funny even. because you're kind of everything like yeah. you really have to you have to be able to think on your feet and be yeah. quick right because things can change so quickly like all of a sudden you know somebody's up and having fun and the next second someone's having a seizure and people are mm. fighting and you know it's and that does obviously that doesn't happen every flight but you have to be prepared for it when it does right so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it's fun I, I wouldn't trade it for the world that time I would love to try being a flight attendant. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you should do it. I feel like it'd be like a crazy, well, like the, the partying part. You have some part. stories. <laughs> I feel like I'd have fun partying as a flight attendant. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, you know, because the great thing about it is that, and that was one of the things I love the most that I miss the most is um, you would show up for a flight, you know, and you're probably going on like a six day trip. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you don't even know the crew on the first day. Like you show up in the crew room and you're meeting the pilots for the first time and right. you maybe know one of the flight attendants, but you don't know the other ones. Yeah. And by the end of that six days, you're best friends. Everybody's <laughs> best friends. Like, nice. You know, it seems that way. Cause I, it's a really tight knit community. Yeah. Like it's really there because you have to, it's kind of like a firefighter or like a police officer, right? Like you mm -hmm. have to know that that person has your back. Right. 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 So, and in an emergency, am I going to trust this person to, get me off of this plane safely if something happens right yeah yeah so do you know the the pre-safety flight whatever you call it the spiel that they give you at the beginning do the you know spiel? It by heart? um <laughs> it's been it's been a few months so and it was kind of recorded so i oh so you're just yeah kind of just doing the motions I kind of just yeah, doing yeah. the motions yeah like it was always do you think you could do it do um you, do you think you could do it for me right here on the show <laughs> <laughs> i'm not entirely sure <laughs> Um, I could just look it up and you just read it. <laughs> you, could, you could look it up. <laughs> I think um, it went something like at Sunwing Airlines, your safety is our number one priority. Please take a few moments to follow along as your flight attendants demonstrate the safety features of this aircraft. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you the exits and show you the life jacket and tell you not to inflate it before you get off the aircraft. Mm -hmm. And not very many people realize why. <laughs> and I hope that your listeners are listening to this because do not inflate your life jacket before you get off the airplane. So what's the full on reason for that? Is this because you so can't fit the full things? on reason? Yeah, is because when water fills the aircraft, when it crashes into water, water is going to fill up in the aircraft really oh, quickly. Just float you are up. not going to be able to get out. You're going to float right. right to the ceiling and you won't be able to huh. get out Never through the windows. Yeah, there's actually a, a method to the madness like all the time, yeah. even things like as silly as these headphones that people have people always want to have these headphones on when they're uh on when airplane. they're taken off or something like yeah. that you can have them on when you're in flight yeah but like during the dangerous phases right. of flight like take off and landing we need to be alert right is that the whole thing you need to be alert and you don't want to get caught on something like right. if you have um i don't know what these are called but um over the ear like headphones. oh yeah over the head yeah headphones on the thing is they could 
come forward and they could get caught on something and then you're trying to get and out and stuck too. you know yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah or they could fly forward and hit someone in the head and yeah I, I always thought it was just a whole like even the like turning your device off and stuff i was like yeah. just they wanted you to be like be alert in case you had to do something i think something. they do yeah i don't want you distracted by whatever yeah exactly it like it doesn't doing. i mean they talk a lot about it affecting the you know the mechanics of the aircraft and stuff that's bullshit because oh, if, you, if you're on the same if you were entirely yeah exactly like, like you know how many idiots fly on airplanes like there's gonna there's bound to be at least 50 that haven't turned their airplane their uh yeah, phone, phone onto off, airplane yeah. mode right if that was gonna make the plane crash then the plane would crash all the time but well it's just funny how I, the thing is though that actually when they first came out like phones and like ipads and shit like i wonder well probably not even at that point i was gonna say that if there was only one frequency no then i would get it but there's like so there's many multiple. different frequencies that you can change to that yeah, it wouldn't exactly. affect anything yeah so it's such a load of bullshit yeah exactly <laughs> no it, to- it totally is and you know what there's sometimes where it might it might interfere with some of the equipment yeah. but it would just like maybe make a jump and then the pilots are like hey you know turn your shit off turn your <laughs> turn your phones off it's yeah. not gonna like it's not gonna sink the plane or mm. anything um i was wondering about that like i i was kind of thought it was kind of bullshit but actually okay the last time i was in flight it's february mm-hmm. and now they just tell you it has to be in airplane mode yeah so like you can read or have your phone on yeah and like be watching a movie or whatever exactly like while you're taking off it's yeah i don't crazy. i don't think that it's really i mean they want people to be alert but the thing is if the plane's gonna crash you're gonna yeah. be pretty alert i think like <laughs> for the most yeah, part yeah I'm more worried about like people that have blankets over their laps and, you know, the uh, eye goggles on and stuff like that. That yeah. drives me crazy. Like during takeoff. And yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Because people like everyone in your seat will get tangled up too, right? When you're mm-hmm. trying to get out. So, yeah. Like I never, fuck, I didn't even think about that shit. Like, like even, which makes me think why they even let you put stuff underneath the seats. Because wouldn't that be a Most bitch? of them have bars to hold it. Really? Yeah. Like if you put stuff in front of you, yeah. the plane's going to slam on its brakes if something goes wrong and there's a bar, a restraint oh, bar. Oh, in the front. Yeah. 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 Okay. To hold the right. stuff from flying back. So. So you're like the worry is like going forwards. Exactly. Like everything going forward. Yeah. Because nothing's going to slide back. Like right. the plane's always going to be slamming into the ground or slamming it on its brakes yeah. or something. So. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Airplanes are funny though because like we were flying in Asia somewhere and... Like sometimes the weather is just really bad. Yeah, and so like, um, like when you have really bad turbulence or just like, yeah, like a a huge drop in altitude out of nowhere, you're just like, what the fuck? What the fuck was that? But even with shit like that, it it doesn't really phase me because I'm like, this cave if shit is gonna go down right now i'm dead like there's no point (laughs) that's how i look at life i guess it's good that's a good way to live dude it's a good way to live (laughs) (laughs) like like it's a roller coaster you can do right yeah there's nothing and it's gonna be over in a couple of minutes and you're gonna be fucking dead so there's nothing well even like roller coasters and stuff yeah exactly people who are scared of roller coasters it's just like you know they're pretty safe but like if it does like malfunction, yeah. you're fucked. So yeah, just exactly. have a good time. <laughs> I think in the grand scheme of things, like you're obviously, I mean, people say it all the time. You're more likely to die in a car accident than you are to die, you know, right. in an airplane. Like yeah. the airplanes are so safe. Like they just are, they're so safe. If you could see the map, there's actually an interactive map online that you can get that shows all the planes that are in the air at any given time. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It oh, looks yeah. like a, yeah. like. Just spaceship like constellation type thing like yeah lines it's, everywhere exactly it's incredible so mm. 
it's really a safe way to travel. But you know what? When your number's up, your number's up. Like I could get killed when we're done here, stepping off the curb and stepping into oncoming traffic as much as I could get killed on an aircraft, right? So Um, tell the people you love, you love them. And that's it. (laughs) All the time. Every time you leave. Mm -hmm. Um, What was I going to say? Time machines. Like they're time (laughs) machines. (laughs) How are they not time machines? Like even cars, airplanes or airplanes, cars. Like how do we, how do we not have a time machine? I mean, well, no, I think they are time machines. Technically, they are. Like if you were, if you, if somebody from long time ago came <laughs> to today, <laughs> they'd be like, "Wait a minute! Th- if I were to go from here to here, it yeah. would take me like a week exactly. to get there by horse." But you have a device that can get you somewhere in a few hours. Yeah. Like, that's a time machine. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty like, fucking crazy, right? Yeah. So like, it kind of makes, like, boggles your mind when people are like, oh, why the fuck is this plane 20 minutes delayed? Yeah, you know? fuck off. <laughs> screwing up my whole life. My whole that. life is yeah. entirely ruined because of this. <laughs> he talks about that. Louis C.K. in one of his bits. He's Does just he? Like, he just gets so angry with people who get fed up with stupid shit like yeah, that. <laughs> exactly. Like, like there's nothing you can do so you know 20 minutes i'm sorry that you know in four hours i'm supposed to have you on the beach i'm sorry (laughs) that it's going to take four hours and 40 minutes you know i'm sorry that there's a fucking hailstorm in vancouver and we don't have de-icing like (laughs) if i was a pilot and i heard that somebody say that on the plane like get the fuck out and walk (laughs) exactly like like a car yeah I know. Kudos to all the flight attendants that have to deal with that on a regular basis. I just uh, don't. Fuck off. And those people's family. I'm sorry. So we were in, yeah, we were in Florida. I think it was when we were coming back. I can't remember if it was going back or going there, but somebody had said something to another person on the flight, and the the person just lost it. It was just like, I need to get off this plane. Yeah. I don't know, like, if they were just joking around with the guy or whatever, but it really Like another spooked. passenger said yeah. something? Yeah. That's kind of scary. And spooked the shit out of that person. And yeah. so they that person got off the plane, and then they brought in a whole bunch of, like, security people to take the other person off the plane. Oh, really? yeah, so we I had hope to wait so. for all this, and we're just yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. And so, um, not that I cared. I thought it was pretty entertaining just seeing <laughs> all this happening. But, like, I guess they had to question that guy. Like, yeah, what totally. Yeah, totally. I guess he was well, just saying that's the thing about joking. air travel is that air travel really brings out the very worst in humanity. Yeah. Like if you want, like, I don't know, I'm generally kind of negative on the whole humanity thing anyways. Like I think the majority of people I meet are assholes and yeah, I kind I of have like I agree. 15 people that I adore and that's it. <laughs> like, Actually, I don't even think with assholes though. Like for me, assholes, it's stupid. They just, they're people stupid. are stupid. <laughs> they're stupid and they don't care and they just... You know, like people are so they just dumb. view I don't the get world it. in a dark place and they take it out on everybody else. And I'm like, why? What's the what's the point? Like, why don't you just be a decent human being? Yeah. But air travel brings out the very worst in humans because you're tired, you're dehydrated, hmm. you're like pressurized, yeah, you're being you squished into a seat, like yeah. you can't move, you can't stretch, you can't go to the bathroom when you want to. You have to, you know, wait to be fed. So I totally get it. Like it, it definitely. Yeah, it brings out the worst, but like I some sleep people well on airplanes. People hate me for it. You what? What do you do on airplanes? I sleep well on airplanes. Yeah, yeah. When we came back from Asia, I I fell asleep before we took off, and I think I woke up like eight hours. Oh, you're lucky. <laughs> so wait, okay. The flight's like what twenty something hours? I think something like that. Maybe from, less. I don't know. I yeah. can't remember. But I <laughs> fell asleep for eight hours, 
Kels has a hard time sleeping on planes. Like mm-hmm. it's like it's terrible. Like it stresses her out and stuff. Like yeah. Um, but stresses I wake me up. out too. If I can't be working it, I can't like yeah. I can't go on I like can't. a round the world trip. Right. I'll die. Like I, it was insane though. I woke up like eight hours later and I'm like half the flight's done. <laughs> like this is awesome. <laughs> I ended up watching a movie and then I didn't even get through the entire movie. I fell asleep yeah. again. Oh my god! And then hate you. And then I think I <laughs> slept for another three hours or something, and then I was awake for the rest of the flight. Yeah, like it was insane. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how I can do it. Yeah, I think it's a pinlock thing. Like, a, must be some of the people in my family. We can fall asleep like on a dime and yeah. anywhere, and like the most uncomfortable place. Oh my god, you're lucky. So. If I can't stretch my legs, I can't fall asleep. Like I get, I, I panic. I do not make a good passenger. Like, I, I don't know. I guess with with sleeping and stuff, it's all in my head. Like I, I can, so. like I always tell people, they're like, "How do you sleep so well?" Yeah. Like, cause I'm like a lot of people have problems sleeping. Yeah. I tell them things. what I do, and I, I, I try to when I lie down, I think about the last thing I was dreaming about that I can remember. Yeah. And so you can't, and you kind of just like write it in your head, like you're making it hap- the dream happen in your head while you're awake. <laughs> oh, I've had a couple of dreams. I wish I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I, well, I just think it tricks your brain into think that you're already dreaming, and then Maybe. you end up falling asleep because yeah. you're you're already in that dream mode. Yeah. And I think that's what I do. Like I just try to remember the last thing I was dreaming about. Well, if you could patent that, you'd be rich. <laughs> The I, amount of stress in this city, like you know, the number of people that need a good night's sleep. Like. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is like, okay, I don't drink coffee. Do you drink coffee? Uh, not very much. Once like, in a I, while. I, I I used to, and when I did, like I like drank like four or five cups a day. Yeah. yeah. But like now, like I don't, I don't, I don't drink it, and it's weird because if I, like Monday to Friday, if I sleep, like a good eight to nine hours on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Thursday night, I'll have a I'll have a hard time sleeping because I'm almost like over rested. Right. And then I'll have to go to about like midnight or one on a Thursday. Oh wow. And then Thursday, I'll be tired because I was up till one. <laughs> right. So I'll sleep pretty well on a Friday if I don't go out or whatever. Yeah. And then weekends are pretty much fucking gong show. So I don't, <laughs> don't get regular sleep at all. That's probably why I'm tired. Maybe. So tired Monday to Wednesdays. Yeah, maybe. I'm not getting proper sleep on the weekends, but. But then you sleep well Monday to Wednesday, so. Which is where you need to. As long to, as you can I get think. through Monday work. Yeah, because I work Monday to Friday, so it's yeah. perfect. But like Thursday sucks for sucks for me though. Yeah. <laughs> like I have to like pretty much stay up late, which kind of sucks. <laughs> um, have you ever uh, caught anybody having sex on an airplane? I have. Really? Yeah, I have. <laughs> Like in I their knew seat? that question was coming. In their seat or in the washroom? <laughs> no, you know what's funny? I uh, I haven't caught anybody in the seat. I have uh, caught somebody in the washroom, but just because, like, we saw them go in together, right? And so there's nothing you can do, right? Like, <laughs> you're not gonna like knock on the door, right? It's more of a like disgust thing. Right. Like those bathrooms are so gross. Like yeah. this, is a, this is a plea. <laughs> To all the air travelers out there, please do, do not even use that as a bathroom if you don't have to. That's true. Please do not open up your orifices so wait, in that place. Do you like, not clean the washrooms? No. Are you kidding? They don't clean the washrooms. Really? Not no. at all. They wow. made me wipe them down. Wow. They might wipe the hair off. God. There's practically STDs growing on the floor and on the walls. I guess oh. it's fine if you're a dude. 
Well, I guess that's why they don't have girl. blankets on airplanes anymore. So it's because can't have of the sex like, in your seat. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So you couldn't yeah. have sex in your seat because those blankets didn't ever got washed. Oh God. Oh yeah. What about the pillows? Do those nope. at least? God. So I don't always, do it. <laughs> I always figured that's why I never ended up getting those when I was on a plane. I'm like, this is well, and you things. know what's funny? But the guy that I'm seeing right now, when we first started seeing each other, um, he found out that I had been a flight attendant, right? And that was. That's always one of the questions. That's the first question when you're going to go on a, you know, prospective date or whatever. Is people like, Sex oh, are you part of the Mile High Club? Oh. You know, like, <laughs> like all excited. I'm like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Like, no, <laughs> it's so gross. It's so gross. <laughs> it's there. so gross. God. I wonder if it feels different. <laughs> I've never done it. I've never done plane. it. I'm never going to try. I don't care. Well, now that you're telling me how dirty it is in a plane. <laughs> don't do it, man. I gave myself a paper cut one time and I got a fucking staph infection. Oh, no. From a paper cut. Oh, like a plane. Yeah, that makes sense. They're so filthy. I guess you can't and really, like... You can't clean them. The can't. turnaround time is, yeah. is not enough, right? There's yeah. enough time to sweep the floor, give it like a once-over, like a wipe down, but... Like, they don't even vacuum, like the seats No, they vacuum. Oh, okay. They <laughs> vacuum, but I mean, the thing is, if somebody's coming in the seats... Yeah. A vacuum's not gonna. That's true. Take that out, right? Oh God. <laughs> Ice cream. I never even thought about it. Like you think, like a hotel room's clean, but like no, it's there's not. probably Ew. jizz everywhere. Exactly. On you ever seen those uh, documentaries they have where they shine that UV light on the duvet of yeah. the hotel? Yeah. Like you talk covered. to people that work in the hotel industry, the first thing they do when they stay at a hotel is they throw the duvet in the corner. Yeah. yeah. And they leave it there. Yeah. When I never use that no. thing, it's disgusting. Don't. Don't do it. I don't even like to use because they always have like that that top one. And then there's also yeah, kind of no. like a wool one and then the sheet. I don't even use the wool one. Like I'll just use exactly. the sheet. And you know what? I'm not a germaphobe. Like I don't care. I've got a really strong immune system. Doesn't matter. But even yeah. I have a line like <laughs> <laughs> I just figure like it's always kind of just you always just kind of feel that when you first get into your room. Yeah. Because like you're usually drunk when you actually well, sleep in it. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> you okay. don't give a shit. No, exactly. You so don't I'm not going to really lie. Care. I probably have slept on that duvet. Probably. <laughs> which is gross. I definitely have, but try not uh, to if you can. <laughs> yeah. Hotel but I think it's gross. just the like airplanes are funny because it's just the whole like, oh, I'm not allowed to do this. So yeah. it's super exciting, right? Like, and I think that's what drives. On an airplane. And the, wash, and the washrooms are tiny. Like, I can They're I super barely, tiny. Like, I barely how do you fit move in there around? Like, Super uncomfortable. Person in there, I, I think it'd be a lot cooler to do it in your seat. Do it in the seat. That's you know, that's <laughs> one thing. You know, if you're gonna put a blanket down or whatever, dirty you blanket. know, your lady's giving you some love. She's on the floor. Whatever. Let's get this dirty you blanket know? dirtier. <laughs> I think it's funny because I think if I caught somebody doing that, I'd probably just smile and keep walking. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it's better than them. It makes being you feel assholes. good, and if it's improving your relationship, then yeah, by all means. That's true. I mean, they're not really <laughs> bothering anyone unless there's like a kid that walks by. Then maybe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But how often are there kids? I'd probably by? turn on the light just for shits and giggles. <laughs> Ding! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Put the call bell on. <laughs> hey, ladies, we got a show here. <laughs> and that way you could like block people from like <laughs> accidentally walking and seeing it. Yeah, it's true. In fact, that's funny. Oh my god! I don't. I'm, I'm surprised. It's you haven't seen that more often. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, it's funny because a lot of people talk about it, but not a whole lot of people have done it. Like, right. well, especially not on our lines are always full, especially yeah. in the winter season. So there's so you're hard. not you're yeah, not yeah. having sex you with somebody in the seat. Like those seats are crammed. 
to the max <laughs> you know i would ask like, like you might like on a valentine's day flight from chicago to bellingham yeah <laughs> maybe there's enough room for you to have sex in the seat but yeah. it's only if you're flying united and you gotta have i wasn't even thinking sex on like a plane i'm thinking more like or something a like a blowjob or something. or something yeah exactly like that was probably the easiest thing you could probably do yeah <laughs> Like blanket wise. Yeah, that's true. If you had a blanket or a sweater or something, why not? Blowjob would be hard because even in front of the seat, like there isn't much room. There's not a whole lot of room unless you're It'd in the emergency really exit row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Makes you tend to think twice about. I why do it in the cockpit. Flight. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to try doing it. How hard is it to get get in there and be a flight attendant? I'd like to, to actually become a flight attendant. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's it's not that difficult. I mean, it depends on the airline. So Most how does air- it work though? Like, did you sign up with that? Yeah, I applied for that particular airline. Right. Okay. Um, and what happened was that I used that airline to go on a vacation down to Mexico, mm-hmm. and I partied with the crew, and I had such a fucking fun time. Like they were staying at the same hotel that we were booked at. Yeah. We had such a fun time with them that I said, when I get home. If these people have this much fun when they're working, I want to work for this company. <laughs> and that was what that was what started the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah, if you wanted to work for like a vacation airline, you just pl- apply at the particular airline you want to work for. So how much? Go for it. So how often are flight attendants hooking up with pilots? Is that a thing? <laughs> Is that an actual thing? No comment. What? <laughs> <laughs> Way definitely minutes. happens quite a bit. <laughs> it happens quite a bit for sure. Yeah, that's funny. You know. Because you're traveling, you you know, it's it's really hard. Like, it's hard as a flight attendant. Or, well, I mean, the, there's pilots that are married, obviously, so that's different. But as a flight attendant, it's hard to do that job and keep relationships at home. Yeah. It's tough because you're on the road, you know, like 25 days out of 30, right? You're staying in hotels. Mm-hmm. You're drinking. You're, you know, partying it up. There's definitely flight attendants that do it, but I think it's tough. Yeah. Like, I screwed up a couple of really great relationships during that time Mm -hmm. because i was just like you know really around yeah Yeah. one i wasn't really around and then the other one i was like well fuck you you don't (laughs) you know you don't believe in my dream you know (laughs) (laughs) crushing my freedom you know (laughs) so it was totally me it was totally stupid but (laughs) i was gonna say like why would you be in a relationship i wasn't even it wasn't even that i wanted to screw around but i just wanted to like be free to do what i want to do yeah yeah, you know and not have to report to somebody at home yeah but now that I'm a little bit older, I actually think that distance is super great for relationships. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just report back to somebody. That's funny. Well, you know what I mean, right? Like, like you land and the first thing is like, you know, like three messages on your phone. Oh, like, yeah, hey, yeah. did you land? I'm hey, what are you doing? Here. Hey, I haven't heard from you. Well, you know what? I'm fucking jet lagged. I don't know what city I'm in. <clears> and that's I just had one drink and I'm drunk. <laughs> so I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So if you are, if you're listening and you want to become a flight attendant, <laughs> do not get in a relationship prior. Or, so. you know, give it a go, but <laughs> just be aware that it's not the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, Unless you have that. a partner that really understands the industry. So is it, I would assume it's something like, um, like the, well, like being serving staff. Yeah. Because that to industry a degree. is pretty similar. It is. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of, you know, I mean, it mostly is serving. That's what, you know, 95% of your job is, right? Is catering to passengers on a plane. But then add in the different cities and the jet lag and, you know, landing with a whole crew in the middle of a city that you've never been to, right? 
or going to a beach in 48 hours to kill with, you know, nothing but a all-inclusive bracelet, (laughs) right? It's fun. With other people doing the same thing. Exactly. It's super fucking fun. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah. I I wonder what it would be like to be a pilot. My cousin's a pilot. Is he? Is he married? Yeah. Yeah. She's a flight attendant. That see, yeah, exactly. Like, there's a lot of there's actually a lot of legitimate couples that have never cheated on one another that end up together because it's just somebody that understands what you do, right? Because the thing is, it's not just about you know, oh, I'm home now, so I'm yours. Like the thing is, if you've been on the road for six days and you've been traveling and you've been in a different time zone every day for six days, you are fucked up when you land. Yeah, you're bloated, you're tired, you don't know, you know. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to do anything. You sure as fuck don't want to be sexy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like if you're dating somebody that's like, oh, I'm dating a flight attendant, right? There's yeah. not, there's nothing sexy about that. Like you need like a good 36 hours to that's cool your jets though. before you see any other human being, right? So that's <laughs> tough. Yeah, but if you're, if you're with somebody that's in that industry, then that's great because they totally get it. I'd hate that. I don't know if I could do that job because like... My cousin will go, I think the lot, before we left there, I think he went on like a week and a half, two week um, work trip or whatever. Yeah. Like that sucks. I wanted just to work straight like that. Like, fuck. Yeah, it's definitely tough. And I mean, you know, it's it's got its perks. Like it's a lot of fun and I never would have traded it. But mm-hmm. I think I got to the point where I was like, I miss Vancouver. Like I can't do enough flying out of Vancouver. I'm flying out of the prairies the whole time, which is great. You know, I love the prairies, but it's the middle of winter and it's minus 50. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I miss Vancouver. I want to be here. Right. And I want to be <clears> with <throat> my loved ones and stuff. And I can't. Is that why you stopped? Yeah. That's one of the reasons. And the other reason was the partying. It got a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, my hangovers are way worse than they used to be. So. So probably you excluded by is there a lot of drug use with the uh no there's you know what i never ran into any drug use i'm not sure about other airlines definitely with our airline there never was but there was a lot of drinking yeah you know because you land in an all-inclusive resort and you have you (laughs) know i only bring that up because have you seen that movie flight with i haven't seen it no no i haven't (laughs) seen it yeah but i've heard about it so yeah i know what you're talking about i joke around with my cousin all the time yeah like so do you do that (laughs) do you just like well you know what's funny like a hooker out of your bed i I know we're kind of like joking around here and stuff like that but i think there needs to be like a legitimate conversation with you know the aviation industry and the aviation safety industry Mm -hmm. with their pilots right because there's a zero tolerance for any type of drug use but that also includes everything that like medicates normal everyday problems right like depression Mm -hmm. or anxiety or anything right and so you have an awful lot of pilots that are flying around with that are too afraid to talk to somebody because they're struggling right right because they're going to take their wings right there's zero and i i totally get it but the thing is i also believe that a pilot that's on antidepressants is less of a threat than a pilot that's not on antidepressants that needs to be. Right. And he's yeah, human, yeah, right? Yeah. They're human. And one in three humans struggles with some kind of mental illness, right? I think there needs to be more of a conversation. I'm and they're starting to see. I'm surprised that's even, they allow it. Yeah. Like. Well, they don't allow you to talk to it. Like if you talk to your doctor, like I'm, you know, I'm kind of struggling with this, right? Yeah. They'll ground you. Yeah. And that's the worst mm. thing for a pilot is to lose their wings, right? So. I think that, you know, 
yeah. kind of took like a dive with that conversation, but I think it's important. No, no, it's yeah. important to bring no, it up, right? About it. It's crazy. And because they, they just had that Lufthansa plane, right? Where the pilot committed suicide and yeah. drove the plane into the ground, right? Yeah. He probably could have been medicated and fine. You know, that's my that's my thinking. Um, I mean, I don't know, obviously. But. So do you know what the like actual procedure is now? Like, do guys just get like come from their hotel and just get on a plane and fly a plane? Or is there somebody checking them out prior to, to flying a plane? Um, No, they essentially just... Just leave the hotel room and then really like yeah. not even somebody like checking if they're drunk. You mean or like a blow and go something? or something? Yeah, like I think there should be like that going on. Why Maybe not? Maybe there should be, but I think there's a a general consensus that the professionalism that <laughs> is involved in being a pilot means that <laughs> you have to have one of those breathalyzers. <laughs> yeah, on the plane like a blow to and go it. at the throttle <laughs> <laughs> to start this plane. You have to blow in. The... You know what? I've been looking up all the pilots <laughs> that I know. They are like they are top notch professional guys. Like yeah. as hard as we have partied in our off hours. Yeah. They have shut it down take it at the mark where they're supposed to. They take their they take the safety of their passengers really seriously, and mm-hmm. I think that's across the board. You know, with any airline, I don't think the they spend with, so much time. And the thing with that though, that's like kind of kind of sketchy, is like have you heard that guy? I think he was in Ontario somewhere. I can't remember, but he was like he got fired from his hydro job for saying something to the the news lady. She was like doing she's doing a piece or whatever for after like a like a soccer match or whatever. Okay. And there's that whole I can't fuck, I can't remember what it's called. It's something like it's just totally degrading to like I guess female um broadcasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you're it's there's this online thing right now that's I feel like I've seen something like this. Like is it the heckling thing? Yeah, like you walk, shouting slurs. You walk by at and people? you say something like fuck her in the pussy or something yeah, 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 when you yeah. walk by. Yeah, I've seen that. And so some guy He got fired though. He got didn't fired. He? Yeah. Right? And this guy was making whatever they were saying, like a hundred, hundred and twenty thousand yeah, exactly. dollars a year. Yeah. And there's this guy who's just wasted and just doesn't know what he's doing and he's just like yeah. saying stupid shit. Well, yeah, because there was like this thing that went viral with people doing that, yeah. right? Like that yeah. was the cool thing everyone right. was doing. And this guy who's making that money, I yeah. mean, it's not pilot money. No. But, like, it's crazy that someone like that can fuck up like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's what it's just, like, you think, like, pilots can still fuck up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, no, they totally can. Yeah. So, it's, I don't know, There's. I think there needs to be something like that at least. Like, even at least with a breathalyzer or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can I can definitely see the merit in that. I mean, the good thing is that you have a crew that is kind of responsible for each mm-hmm. other, right? Like you're responsible to check your crew members out. And if you think your crew member is not fit to fly, you kind of say something. Right. Like that's a good thing about, you know, I've never once run into a situation where I thought a pilot was under the influence of something that shouldn't be flying mm-hmm. kind of thing. I've never, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've that's, definitely that's flown good. with flight attendants where I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be. Definitely been mildly hungover myself. Don't yak on a passenger. Yeah, please. exactly. But as far as pilots <laughs> go, I think, you know, across the board, I think it's generally. Yeah. That's good. It definitely <laughs> is. But it's good to know. But people, you know, yeah, they definitely do. They, they <clears> fuck <throat> up for sure. The good thing about planes nowadays, too, is that I think the technology is. You're not really flying it. Is there? Well, I mean, you're you're <laughs> definitely flying it, and you definitely are taking off and landing yeah. it, kind of thing. But yeah. a lot of the, you know, a lot of the technology is doing makes up for yeah. for human error too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but that's not an excuse. I mean, I think if there is an airline that, you know, allows their pilots to fly under, right? You know, especially something recreational. Like it's one thing, you know, 
medication that's prescribed kind of thing. I think there needs to be more. Yeah. I think I'd be okay with pilots smoking weed and flying the plane. <laughs> You'd probably fly better. Maybe. <laughs> get you there shape. faster. <laughs> I'll definitely get you there slower. <laughs> like, how fast are we going? <laughs> Not fast enough. Yeah, you wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to go somewhere again. I need. Oh, yeah. I'm in need of I a vacation pretty soon. I need to go. Have you been to New York? I have. What's yeah. New York like? I want to go. Oh I my really want to go. New York is amazing. When was the last time? It's you were so there? awesome. Um, it, you know, it's been a number of years. Yeah. I think I was there right out of high school. We did a road trip. Um, I was in Ontario at the time. We did a road trip down to New York, New Jersey, down as far as Virginia. So mm-hmm. that was a blast. It was like nine years, but yeah. it was epic. I I'm loved go it. Go to New York. <laughs> You're a city boy then, right? Just like, for oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Like, I just want to, I want to try the food. Don't yeah. want to try all the food. That's yeah, yeah. crazy. Like, that's always my favorite thing about going anywhere. Yeah, like, I guess that's true. Because it's like you, like, there's all these different kinds of restaurants, like, back home. But it's like, you use, people are using ingredients, like, from here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's true. Like, they try to make it as authentic as possible. Yeah, but, but like, it's, it's not really. not the same. Yeah. Like, when you're using, like, I don't know, whatever that was grown here. I'm like, it's not the same. Yeah. So, like, um, the last time we went to Asia, like, Thailand was my favorite for food. Like, the food there was just insane. Yeah. Like, we were, I think we flew into Bangkok at some point, and we just got shit-faced. Like, the first (laughs) night we were there. And then the next day, we're like, okay, well, let's go. They have, like, these floating markets and stuff. Yeah. And so, like, everything's kind of on boats and whatever. Like, I get there, and I'm thinking, I'm going to fucking yak. (laughs) Like... Like yeah. I'm going to start smelling all the different things <laughs> in like Thailand. And I'm just like, oh, God, this is going to suck. But I get there and like everything smells good. And mm-hmm. You're just like and it completely made like had me forgetting that I was hungover because yeah. of how good everything smelled. Nice. And then you you would assume that because it smelled good, it would taste good. But sometimes a lot of foods, it's not like that. <laughs> but their food's fucking good. Yeah. Like, even, like, the fact that, like, some of their food was just kind of sitting there in the sun, like, raw meat and whatever. And it's yeah. just sitting there, and then they cook it up, and you're just like, ooh, should I eat this? Not sure. <laughs> yep, I'm going to eat it. Do it. Fucking good. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> it's so good, though. Like, it's amazing how good the food is there. Yeah. And then even not even just, like, in Bangkok, but just, like, anywhere, everywhere we, w- we went, like, yeah. it, was, it was good. The did funny you go th- to Vietnam, or? No, we totally just did Thailand. We didn't have much time. Oh, okay, was, okay, We went back and forth from the Philippines. Oh, right, of course. Um, <clears throat> So we went there. Philippines, so hot there. <laughs> I don't, like. And you hate the sun. I don't like the Philippines. Oh, I'm my sorry. God. How sorry, are you Filipino? I, I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> um, You're, like, the whitest Filipino I've ever met. Cal- no, wait. What was I going to fill? Oh, can Canapino? I'm, can- <laughs> I'm Canapino. And I put Canadian first because I'm so much more Canadian Canapino. before Filipino. That's amazing. But like, hey, it's too hot there. Um, <laughs> the food, I'm not 100%. Like, okay, the food is, okay, I get it because like um, like my mom would, would cook Filipino food, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's not like something like, like, I'm just used to it. Yeah. So it's not like it's like something new for me or right. like a treat even, <laughs> right? Because I've I've had this stuff like my entire <laughs> life. So, but like you go to Thailand and you've never had this food. Like you've had like shit here in Vancouver that's like 
yeah but that's as fake. similar as you can yeah right? but it's not authentic yeah and then you go there and you taste how it actually is supposed to taste like and you're just like fuck it's so good <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's that's why I don't really like the Philippines. <laughs> it's just too hot. <laughs> that's the main reason. Forget the food. I can't remember it's if there's anything hot. cool in the Philippines either. It's like vanilla, everybody likes vanilla. Vanilla in the Philippines? Yeah. Like ice cream? <laughs> no, like vanilla extract. Oh, I don't like whenever you meet any Filipino people here, that. they're always like, "Oh, stock up on vanilla extract." <laughs> I've never heard that. Have you never heard that? No. Oh, maybe I'm making it up. That's hilarious, though. <laughs> I feel like I'm not that creative. I don't even feel like they use <laughs> vanilla in their food. Like in food? Is that what you're talking about? Like, like in stock baking or whatever. I don't, I don't know what they use it for. Actually, that's... I just know that when, that like, I have a couple true. of really good friends that are Filipino, and, like, when their moms come over from yeah. the Philippines, <laughs> they good. stock up on vanilla and they take it back. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> But I wonder if that's like a that's probably like a pastry thing or like a baking thing. Right? Yeah, maybe. Like my mom never really baked anything. I'm not a baker. I don't bake. Yeah, she was but more of like the the yeah, I like cooking like the, the main, main dish. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So she never really did that. So maybe that's like a that's probably a Filipino baker thing. <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla act. That's funny. <laughs> I never seriously. I've never heard that. That's funny. Yeah. Um. There's one city in in the Philippines where my dad's from. It's called uh, Baguio, and it's very similar to Vancouver. Is actually. it? Weather-wise. Like, oh, okay. It's, so it's like um, like it doesn't get too hot. Like if I was gonna live anywhere in the Philippines, it'd be there. Yeah. It's like uh, it's it gets to around like 28 to 30. Well, maybe it's actually higher. So like say 30 That's to 35. That's pretty fucking hot. I'm not sure I like that. Well, 30 exactly right. It's fucking <laughs> hot. 30 to 35 like when it's hot and then but it gets fucking cold at night okay okay like here yeah it's crazy so there i could probably have and then i I feel like it's one of the most uh westernized cities too yeah i've been everywhere but um in the philippines but that one's pretty pretty westernized yeah um because the last time i had gone there was like when i was a kid i would say maybe 12 11 or whatever and then we went like three or four years ago everyone speaks english now it's ridiculous <laughs> it's hilarious <clears throat> and it's funny because the last time i went i went with my parents but then the last time we went i went with kels who's white <laughs> and then so and then my sister and her her husband who's white yeah and it's just hilarious because like people are like sneaking pics of like the white people <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, it's hilarious. Look at this. Yeah, like, ooh. Yeah. Like, and then there was, like, these kids. We were in the mall one time, and there was these kids. And I swear they were probably just like, I bet you I bet you, you can't touch the white girl. Go touch the white girl. <laughs> so one one little kid, like, just ran up to Kels and was just, like, yeah. touched her butt. And just, like, nice. ran away. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a regular everyday flight. <laughs> <laughs> really? Do you get, like, do you get molested? Like. Oh, people touch, yeah, all the time. Wow. Yeah. People smack your butt and stuff. Now I really want to be a flight attendant. Yeah, but except those people don't live, really live to tell the tale. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you get a nice flight attendant and then <laughs> you're okay. You'll live, really? live another sucks. day. But That's got to be annoying. Yeah, like when people, people slap just, you, yeah. Just grab or your poke ass. you. Fuck. Don't fucking poke me. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. Is that legal? <laughs> it's not really legal, is it? Yeah. Like I said, flying brings out the worst in people, right? <laughs> what, what do they tell you, though, like when they train you? 
Like we're like they don't really tell you anything. No, there's none of that. Nobody really brings it up. No, really. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. So, we're lucky here in North America. There's a lot more than like the airlines, uh, like Dubai and stuff like that, like Emirates. Oh my God. What? Like it's just. Well, they can do anything to those like girls. People there's, rape them? there's no no, but oh. <laughs> there's no like respect, right, for women oh. over there. Mm. So that's it's like terrible. Yeah. Fuck and you have to because the passengers are like the number one like you don't yeah you know you don't screw up with a passenger right whereas here it's like fuck you how do you I'm react to that them. shit when they touch you and stuff like i usually just you. give them a warning like don't do that oh. unless they're hot and then <laughs> <laughs> i'll be back later yeah exactly. do that again when i walk by <laughs> <laughs> i'm so fickle <laughs> <laughs> unless they're hot that's funny um thailand's a very sexual city mm-hmm kind of it's gross and <laughs> what like with people like well it's sticking gross their and, bits out in public or well, no i mean like ping pong shows and stuff like that oh yeah lady boys and all over the place yeah like I, actually this was in the philippines there was like this like a like like a main road like a robson type of road yeah in the philippines and um it's just got a whole bunch of bars and like clubs and stuff yeah <clears throat> and just like hookers everywhere and they're all like fucking in their teens like early teens and you're just yeah. like what the fuck that's and scary then, like you see like these like older like men from probably the states and canada and stuff yeah that are there like hooking up with these chicks and you're just like fuck dude like you suck <laughs> like yeah figure your life out man yeah exactly like, they, really that's how you you so yeah. lazy no that's true <laughs> there's a huge demand for that right like oh it's awful and the weird thing though is that like if that's their like that's what they're attracted to like fine <laughs> not really fine but you know what i mean like i mean i i kind of yeah. get it sometimes like if somebody's attracted to a certain thing like who am i to say like you, you can be attracted to that i guess so too but as long as it's that other person up. is consenting yeah. to it right? right like you don't want to get in a situation where you're participating in human trafficking right yeah yeah or something like that but yeah it's, no i have lots of friends where i'm like ooh, what the fuck that they're into a lot of stuff yeah. that i'm not into right you know but like I'm, but. and it's not even like look at animals and stuff like people are into banging people, animals they are. right so it's just Gross, like, but I, I guess. <laughs> whatever floats your goat. Right. And <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, yeah, that's, I guess. <laughs> like, if you want to do that, like, I can't say, like, don't yeah. do it. Well, it's the same thing with, like, people that like multiple people in a sexual relationship, right? Like, <laughs> you totally want to talk about this. is my this. favorite. I was managing to work <laughs> it in somehow. <laughs> What's the, you know, what do you want to talk about? Who are we to judge, right? Yeah. Oh, no, well, you and I you and I were having a conversation about, you know, polyamory, this new trending thing yeah. in Vancouver and <laughs> really, it's happening across here? North America. It seems to be pretty Vancouver. huge in Vancouver. I don't know really? about other cities, right? Where people are in loving, committed relationships with four people. Right. So. And yeah. it's mostly like the guy has four wives or is um, it, how is it No, like it's a it's a mix. Like oh, really? it's usually just people have like a primary relationship and then they have these secondary and third and fourth relationships like kind of thing. Stuff too, like with these a lot of people. times it's a lot of times it's one guy mm -hmm. and like three or four girls, but 
sometimes there's multiple guys too. It would totally depend on on the particular relationship. But yeah, everybody everybody's sleeping women? with everybody. Do you think you could be with somebody like that? No, never. Like with yeah. No. no. I don't share my sexual partners. Mm-hmm. I'm very yeah. I'm very old fashioned where it comes to that. Like I don't <clears throat> I was you just know. kinda think it's gross. It is gross. Like I'd be like, okay, well, okay, let's see. I'm just gonna be realistic here. If I was a guy, well, I am a guy. Yeah, do you really want and I had four, four girlfriends? <laughs> Sounds like a pain in the ass to me. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I really it's a lot of work and it's a lot of work, <laughs> but it would be a lot of work. It's a lot of extra drama. It's a lot of you know, but the people that are you know for this type of set up you know they're like oh well how can you possibly get all of your needs met from one person right like one person might you might have crazy sexual chemistry with this one person but you know they're a dick to talk to or they're too focused on their own creative endeavors that they don't fulfill your emotional needs right so you get your emotional needs met from somebody else yeah so that's the Mm -hmm. you know people that are for this type of thing but i don't know sketchy it is sketchy, and I think it's just like you is know. It, do you get like a like? Do you get a tax break? <laughs> <laughs> I like, think if you marry them, like in the you know, yeah, in the actual like religious break, aspect of it. Huge. And you know, I can you know, I suppose for the religious aspect of it, I can see it. You know, if you're in a in a loving, committed relationship with, say, three or four people, that's one thing. But call a spade a spade. There's a difference between being in a loving, committed relationship yeah. with multiple people and just fucking everything. Right. And everyone, right? I could see it um, being a little bit more realistic if just it was like a bunch of couples that kind of yeah, exactly. each other. If that's what you're into <laughs> and then, you know. I mean, it would make more by sense. By all means, like there's no judgment here, but that's what I'm talking about is just say what it is, right? Yeah. Like we're just trying to spice up our sex life. So we're bringing multiple couples into this relationship, right? Don't be like, I legitimately love this person. And, yeah. you know, like that's what... I think at the end of the day, like, and this is what I've talked to because I have a lot of friends that are involved in this type of scenario mm-hmm. is that I don't think you can fuck your way out of a lonely heart. So I think you might have one person that you are, say you're in love with them or say you, you know, they're like your number one kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think you're afraid to lose them. And so you have multiples on the go because then that guarantees that you're never going to be alone. Right. I think that's when it's fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Like, are you just afraid to get hurt? Or are you saying, well, I need all of my, all of my needs met, but really yeah. you have, you always have somebody to run to when that other person Fuck yeah, that makes fucks off, sense. right? Especially so. like a dude that has four wives. Yeah. It's like, well, if this one leaves me, I still have the other three. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's and weak. if you're a girl a in a relationship dude. with multiple <laughs> men, then you're like, you know, oh, I called him and he's not available and now I'm, you know, yeah. I'm freaking out. So I'm going to call the other guy, you know, and get laid. I, so, it seems like, like I th- I don't know, like I've been in a relationship my entire life, and like it just seems selfish to be able to to try and split up your time, yeah, to different people, yeah, because you're not really like if I'm a guy with four wives, I'm having to split up my emotions four ways, exactly, and everything somebody's getting the short end of the stick yeah so it's just like that's fucking stupid yeah like marry other couples let's go yeah (laughs) 
bring somebody home for the night you know well, let's say two like, two couples marry each other like let's say that yeah. becomes a thing yeah exactly now you have four incomes to pay off this <laughs> mansion that you have oh my god this right? is amazing and then you add another you know like, we have just solved <laughs> solved the problem and you add another couple in there and then you marry them that's yeah. two more people's income it really is just a tax and break, if one person honest, has a headache then is. there's chances are you're still gonna get laid <laughs> that's true how can everybody have a headache <laughs> Uh, and then even just throw out the whole like gay stuff out the door yeah well like, yeah that's the thing like i think in a lot of these relationships yeah. like you end up with one guy and four girls because you're not going to get multiple guys that are like well i don't want to be in a relation you know multiple relationships with other dudes yeah so it's like you get one guy that's got four girls on the go and then that girl also has another guy plus three other girls on the go like it's just yeah. fucking yeah. i'm feel like i'm getting herpes just thinking well, about it it's like, funny how like we like the whole um definition of what gay is or being yeah. a lesbian and stuff it's no like, exactly like it, there's very similar things when you have a friend who's of the same sex and yeah. you're not having sex like it's very similar so it's just like you can have a really emotional relationship with a guy like if i, yeah. I could have one with a guy and not be gay no exactly and it's just like yeah you if i like if I could marry a dude, <laughs> like just so that I could pay off my house. Yeah. <laughs> but I had like a well, I mean, yeah. I'd have an awesome relationship with yeah, the guy, exactly. but we weren't yeah. like having sex. No, exactly. Like why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's the same with like, you know, girls. Like I can be attracted to yeah. girls, and does that make me a lesbian? Like you know, I motorboat Meg, our friend Meg. Every nice. time I get drunk, I'm right. a boob girl when I'm drunk. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm a raging lesbian. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Probably ask my therapist, but, <laughs> you know, um, girls tend to be more. That would be a crazy lifestyle, though. Like if I like if you like a guy marries another guy just for I think to have means, the income. Yeah. And then we were both OK with like having sex with women, like lots mm-hmm. of women at the same time. And that was like a thing that yeah. could be someone's lifestyle. That, that totally could be. I wonder. It but, might make it possible to live comfortably in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very i think we have just we figured out <laughs> how do we make polyamory uh, work that's not like i don't think it would even be called that though have to i don't be something think so different. because it's not love it's yeah. a business relationship have right to be something that, well no because you can still love the, the well, guy yeah. that you're like you have, you're you have friends with. that you love right yeah, like you have sure. guy friends that yeah. you're like i love you man i just don't you know. physically want to have no, sex exactly. with you, and you don't sorry want their dick in your ass <laughs> yeah. but so everything else you know like well and it's funny because you look at some relationships and like um like straight relationships and there are probably a lot of people not having sex out there oh there's and a it's lot. strictly just a, this drives me crazy fucking, like if i could go back to school and be a sex therapist i would <laughs> i would i want to start a show about sex like where people just call in. S- sign me up Fuck, like was that? we'll just have callers in that'd be awesome yeah i will produce your show okay i'm trying to start a <laughs> podcast network here no, you know, because I think that's podcast. like the number one thing that's that's missing in relationships. And I think we just get everybody <clears> just <throat> gets into this comfortable, you know, especially monogamous relationships. Like, you know, it's kind of fun when you're, ta- you know, you're talking about the whole yeah. polyamory thing. But, you know, going back to monogamous relationships. Right. And people just get comfortable and then they, you know, it just gets into like, oh, it's just work, you know. Who or it's you- not work. or I'm just going through the motions. Right. Do you think it's more the the women that uh, like that start that? <laughs> I think so. Like, cause like I think it is. I'm sure dudes would love to try a million things. I'm sure they would. 
<laughs> I think the majority of the time it is the girls. Yeah. Yeah. I think the problem is that, especially like in this age bracket, is that we get so caught up in what are society's norms. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm supposed to be saving for a house and oh my God, you know, at some point we're supposed to be planning to have kids and how the fuck are we going to have kids when we can't even, you know, pay the bills and everything. Yeah. And I think all that just weighs on. Can't feed myself. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, th- I think that really weighs on our sex lives. Like. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? Well, even, even just the whole thing about things not being like nor- well just sexually like being normal like yeah ooh that's gross <laughs> 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 not that I like I love like I love doing different stuff yeah <laughs> um there are definitely things I don't want to do <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um but, but so I think I get it's just it, being being open to stuff yeah. right like I think that's the biggest thing especially if you're in a trusting relationship with another person that you know. Yeah, it's always like, hey, what do you think about exploring this? Well, I think it gets weird with, I think, couples because it's like you'd say, oh, let's try this. And then everyone's like, oh, that's gross. And then the person doesn't want to ask anything anymore, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think people have to be more open. Yeah. Like, well, which is which is weird, too, because like I'm sure there's a lot of things girls don't tell their partners that they would like to do. Yeah. Right. And because they think that he's going to say, oh, that's gross. Yeah, that's weird. You're right? a slut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is fucked up, man. That's Absolutely. Like, I'm a very big believer in communication, right? Like, I yeah. think communication works on all levels of a relationship, including a sexual one. Like, mm-hmm. people are funny. Like, they're just this. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. It's like this societal pressure or it's like all these articles you've read in Cosmo or something that makes you think a certain way about sex yeah like this is just like a totally completely off topic example but like i was getting it on with my partner the other day (laughs) all right and like there was some fucking weird ass noises happening right like like from him no like from us like we're just making bodies weird like sex noises right it's just bodies right and the majority of time in that situation you'd be like oh like super weird you know weirded out it would just ruin the whole moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck cares? That. It's just air. That's like, like shit like when you're a kid and you're just like... Yeah, exactly. You're like, hee hee, you made a fart noise. Now like, you're just saying... Meh. What the fuck is it? Well, now I've ruined the whole, you know, <laughs> the whole experience, right? <laughs> As an adult and you start hearing air and stuff like coming out, you're just saying, like, hey, fuck? come on, it's let's go. Queef. Squeeze that shit. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Tighten like, up. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Exactly. <laughs> like, just keep fucking going, you know? Give it to me harder, yeah. you know? Like... Actually, yeah, that's like that's, funny. that's the sound of me getting it good, you know. Or even just so. like when you're in the middle of it and you're just like someone's like throw something out there, hey, do this. Yeah. And then I think most of the time people are just like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I think there needs to be a lot of talk outside of the actual bedroom, like right. you know, oh, what is it that I like? What, yeah. you know, I what's think, gonna do it for me what do you think about this kind th- of thing what's a no-go I, zone i think i said right? this in a, in a like really early podcast i may have not even posted it but sounds bad but like i think we need to start edu- educating kids like how yeah. to have sex like how to i think have so sex. i think so yes yeah throw the safety thing in there but you need to start telling teaching kids how to have sex yeah i think Exactly. Um, and contraception, like legitimate contraception, like yeah. not just putting on a fucking condom. Like you can show them the condom on the banana a million times. Yeah. It's, we're still going to have a thousand teenage pregnancies on our hands. Oh, it feels better. 
That's the worst. Condoms. That's the I worst thing about condoms is that they feel so good without them. Yeah, exactly. It's terrible. Yeah. They, Sony's and they take for, they take like twenty minutes to finish, and you're God. just fucking exhausted. Just I'd like. love to be able to be that guy who invents <laughs> the condom that feels like you're not wearing a condom. I'd be a billion. I'd be a trillionaire. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I think we do need to, we need to educate kids, you know. And we'd have less babies in the world. There needs to be less that babies. Terrible, I, fucking, but I don't still. know. No, but like, right? on a different podcast, <clears throat> we should talk about a purely women sex not pod- wanting <laughs> a purely sex, sex podcast, podcast and then also this younger generation of women that are like in their 30s now that legitimately do not want kids. Yeah. Cuz that's a fun topic of conversation <laughs> cuz I'm one of them. <laughs> You don't want kids? I do not want kids. Okay, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Right, have to Absolutely. Wrap up here soon. But um, <laughs> no, like uh, I think we need to teach kids how to do it. Like, because, yeah. okay, I brought, I think I'm pretty sure I brought this up, but um, I want to know what you think about it is like, I think if guy, if kids, like, like male kids, like they're having sex, let's be honest. Like, if people don't want to talk about it. But, yeah, but they are. Like, let's be realistic. They're having sex. Yeah. Now, my thought is that if a, if a 13, 14-year-old boy knows how to get a girl off like yeah. properly, whether or not he goes over to his friend's house later that day and says, oh, yeah, fucking bang that chick, whatever, does it really matter to the girl if she got off? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's just going to be like, that was awesome. Exactly. Like, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. But what's happening now is that the guy just goes and does it, gets himself off, yeah. Leaves the girl like with a terrible experience. Yeah, exactly. And then he mean meanwhile he's being a dick behind her back. Yeah. And then everybody else hears that she's this slut. And there is no positive thing outcome exactly. for this for the for the female. Yeah, no, for sure. I things. think there needs to be like a shift in the, you know in yeah, sex ed, right? Definitely. Exactly. And empowering the girls to yeah. know what they want like i don't think that there's something wrong with taking a group of 16 year olds and teaching them what an orgasm is yeah you know because the majority of girls that i talk to that are my age you know the majority of them didn't have an orgasm until their late 20s yeah you know like that's fucked up yeah. right Definitely. i've been having them since i, I was in my early 20s because I, I figured out what i wanted and then i asked for it but i think you know that's it needs to go both that ways happens right? either that people don't say stuff much yeah. Here, do this, do that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that feels good. Yeah. yeah. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> Why would that feel good? Yeah, yeah when you're exactly. a kid, you don't know shit. Why? <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. I saw but this, no, it saw empower girls. Movie. And then that comes back to the whole topic of communication, right? Like yeah. bringing communication into the bedroom. Like, you know? Yeah. I don't have to Not be in a sure. relationship with five different people. I need to be in a relationship with one person that I trust. Yeah. That I can be like, you know what? This would really fucking tickle my fancy if yeah, you did yeah. this. Yeah. You know? So. I mean, because just the whole thing, too, just about the. I really believe in this. Like, girls don't have positive experiences with sex and. and no, I don't think they do. At all. Yeah. Like, obviously, you're dealing with immature boys, right? In yeah. High school and whatever. Yeah, for sure. But, like, if. If you ask probably like any guy who's an adult now, yeah, like if there was one regret I had in high school, like it was not knowing how to, what the fuck I was doing. Right, exactly. Like if yeah, I yeah, you're what just I was hopping doing, on and like, pounding away. Fuck, I wish I knew what I was doing yeah. back then, right? And I think. It just but then you wonder about how does that positive. change the whole picture, right? Like, oh, everyone would want to bang me. Yeah. 
like <laughs> every girl would be There's like, holy that. shit, did you hear what Rob can do? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's so true. But it's so funny because I remember like hooking up with somebody in my late 20s, like 26, 27 kind of thing that did something that I had never had done in my entire life. And I was like, what the fuck? Whoa. Like my yeah, whole, my whole my world was time. blown apart. Like, you know, <laughs> didn't even have to do much. Like it was just like a little bit of manual stimulation yeah. at the same time. Right. Like that's super easy to. It's more of a surprise the first time I ejaculated. I was just <laughs> more like, really? Is that what? Yeah. What just happened? Like, yeah, I guess it felt good, but. What? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, what's that? But then this is the thing. Like, <laughs> do you take this knowledge and do you impart it into younger children? Does that end up accomplishing what you're trying to accomplish or does that make things well, See, the fucked up worse? thing, though, is like it's I feel like, like it's this this sexist thing again. Like a kid, a boy can learn how to masturbate at like age 11 and know yeah. what the fuck he's doing and knows what how to get himself off. Yeah. Girls probably don't like on average learn that till what? 19 20 maybe yeah, I don't in know. their 20s i was way earlier but well no i'm saying on average <laughs> on average yeah for sure <laughs> now that i'm saying that you're I don't know, um some sort of <laughs> i was gonna use the word deviant but i don't even know what deviant deviant's means. a good word anyway let's go but with that you know what i mean though yeah right? totally like, probably yeah. on average like yeah. most girls don't fucking figure that shit out i don't even think most girls figure it out yeah. I think a lot of somebody times else has to the first time them. that girls have an orgasm, it's like, what the fuck was that? Else, What'd you do to me? Yeah, exactly. Did I just person. pee? I think You're I just the... peed. <laughs> no, it's called you just squirted. You're the first but... person I'm doing it with. I love you. <laughs> is that what the whole virgin thing is? Is that why guys don't want to do it with virgins? I was always wondering that. I was watching Because they're afraid that the girl will love them? No, because they'll like if they're a virgin, they've never like had like sex and had like an orgasm with sex and they're just like holy shit i've never felt that before I love oh you. maybe I but i don't know forever. too many people that can have an <laughs> orgasm when they lose their virginity well, maybe well a guy not a girl yeah yeah not so sure <laughs> um i sure as fuck didn't <laughs> yeah i don't think i did i'm pretty sure my first time i didn't think you're I so fucking nervous you just lose it like i, I couldn't get it up the first yeah. time I was just say, what is going on yeah. here? And you're humping her thighs, and you're pretty sure that you're in there, but you're not. Okay, this is such a personal story, and I don't care if it's going to go online. But <laughs> So I I think it was my first hand job, And so I, I used to wear, like, like baggy boxers, I guess. They yeah, were just yeah. regular boxers. This girl gives me, gives me a hand job, and I totally blow my load in my boxers. <laughs> And then, like, fucking word gets around school that I blew my load in my pants and that I couldn't, like, hold my shit. Like, she was giving me a fucking hand job. How yeah, what do you expect? And then I look back at it and I'm just like, fuck you, man. Were you getting hand jobs? Yeah, exactly. You fucking asshole. Everyone's giving me shit for blowing my load in my boxers. I'm like, I got a fucking hand job. <laughs> yeah, it. exactly. You didn't. Yeah, right? Like, so? fucking, I'm the man here. I don't know why you're trying to put me down. I guess there's some jealousy in there. If only you knew then what you know now. Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea. <laughs> okay, we need to probably wrap this up, but I definitely want to keep going here with the whole what, okay. thirty old. We should make. We should have a weekly kids. show. We we could if you want. Okay, you know what? I really want to start like a network where, like, I start a website where I just have a whole bunch of different podcasts on it. Yeah. So that I get like just everyone going to that one network. Yeah. And then everyone kind of just listens to whatever they want to. But yeah, that would be fucking awesome. And like, have, I totally have the ability to have calls if people want to call. There you go. 
Call in and ask Julia sex. Oh my god! Fucking questions. <laughs> her I'll tell you. I'll tell you it really honestly. I'll give you the honest answer, not what your therapist thinks you should hear. <laughs> and I won't charge you a hundred bucks an hour. Hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> well, you wouldn't charge it. We'd probably give away shit on the show. We do. Like um, my cousin's spouse. <laughs> she works for uh for a. A sex toy company We could give away sex toys If they could Ooh. sponsor the show That'd be awesome Super like I bet you I own all of them Free dildo with every call <laughs> And some lube No free lube Free lube with every call We'll send it to you <laughs> Alright Julia Thanks for being on my show Oh we'll you're probably welcome probably do this again soon Yes indeed Thanks for having me uh, What am I I want to start a video podcast Maybe look for it If you're listening People don't listen to my podcast Let's be honest <laughs> like Soon they will though Maybe four people They're gonna Actually, go viral I don't know man Sometimes like I look on my website And there's like Thousands of people Clicking on my shit I'm like Who yeah. are you Who are these people And where are you coming from But thank you for listening If you do listen um, I love all of you If I don't even know you But thanks for listening 